This North Carolina triad-based podcast is proudly brought to you by an amazing triad-based business. Ashley McKenzie Sharp with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Whether you're in the market for a new home or not, I'm willing to bet that you've at least thought about making a change. And with the fluidity of real estate and interest rates, your strategy may change by the day. But you know what? There's a nationally recognized loan originator right here that can pivot with you. Need a full qualifying approval to make that competitive offer? Maybe a quick turnaround on closing is the little something extra to help you win the home. Ashley McKenzie Sharp can help. And if you're not moving, there's a decent chance you have more equity in your home than you realize. Ashley can help you turn that equity into a long overdue home renovation. Whatever your approach, just give Ashley a call and check out your options. 336-748-4599 or email ashleym at fairwaymc.com. Ashley McKenzie Sharp, NMLS ID number 100776, is a licensed mortgage originator in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 2289, equal housing opportunity. This is the Triad Podcast Network. You'd be hard-pressed to find a young man bursting with as much integrity and humility for life as the Triad's Noah Hill. And physically, he's among the most impressive and hardest working on the diamond as well. The Old Dominion baseball commit just completed his senior year at High Point Christian Academy with a bang, hoisting an NCISAA 3A state championship trophy in style while delivering the go-ahead three-run homer, one of six big flies in his final season with the Cougars. He also knocked in a team-high 32 runs and hit 361. Before deciding on ODU last July, Hill completed his junior season hitting 462, crushing nine homers, and collecting 28 RBI, all while achieving a ridiculous OPS of 1.520. An all-conference and all-state selection at catcher the past two seasons and member of the inaugural Triad Prep All-Star Showcase in May, Hill is destined for continued success both in life and baseball. That's because, as you'll learn in my exclusive conversation with Noah, church and family will always sit shotgun. And while baseball might appear to be driving the bus, it's Hill's tireless pursuit of being the absolute best son, brother, and student-athlete, all while practicing his devout faith that will allow him to reach a limitless potential. I'm Kyle Schasberger, and this is the story of Archdale's Noah Hill on Triad Sports 1-on-1. Senior year is over. You've certainly left your mark by helping to deliver a state championship to High Point Christian. That's a pretty sweet finish, my man. Yes, sir, it was. It was a remarkable way to finish off my high school career, especially playing with all the guys I've known for four or five years now. It was it was unbelievable. You were in some kind of zone, too, in the win against Southlake Christian Academy that clinched the state title knocking in seven of eight runs, including the go-ahead three-run homer in the six. You also added two doubles. What's it like when you're seeing the baseball as big as you did? It must have looked like a beach ball. It, it sure did. You know, like, it, it was incredible to just go out there and to just be able to see a ball, especially with the caliber pitching that we were seeing. We were seeing really good arms, and to go out there and just perform for my team, it was, it's, a true, it's a true blessing. That was your second state title at High Point Christian Academy, the third for the program. You won your freshman year, and now you go out riding off into the sunset with a second title for yourself. What were the emotions like when that final out was recorded and you knew it? you had the state championship in the bag? 
My emotions were huge because at the beginning of this school year, a buddy of mine, his grandpa, actually passed away, and we dedicated this season to him. His name's Joel, Joel Lockhart, and we dedicated this whole we dedicated this whole entire season to him. And for us to go out there and perform the way we did and bring home the trophy in honor of him, it was it's a it's a true honor to be able to say I say that I did that. So Joel Lockhart was one of your close buddies, dad's like a friend of the team, correct? Yes, he was always at the games. Every time he would always have his little radar gun sitting behind home plate. He was just, he was a great help to our program. And that was prior to the start of this past season. What was it, maybe the fall of 2021? I know there was a mantra, there was a banner that y'all carried around to every single game. I don't know if it made it on the road, I would imagine so. But but that mantra was, whatever it takes. So uh, with that said, Joel Lockhart, the impact that he had on this season for you to know that you were able to capture it all. I mean, that had to be truly touching and emotional for all of you involved. Not just the players on the field, but coaches, family, everyone connected to the program. Yes, sir. It sure was for us to just like that, whatever it takes right there. It's what he always said. He always wanted us to do whatever it takes to get the job done in the weight room, off the field, in the classroom, everything like that. And he was just a huge leader for this whole entire team and High Point Christian and every everybody looked up to him, especially me. He um, uh, He coached me when I was actually nine years old and he is what got me excelling at baseball at a high level and it was just an honor to do that for him that's amazing man that's truly remarkable certainly an inspiration joel lockhart whatever it takes that was the mantra Uh, are you going to miss high school I, i know you are i mean i miss it still today at age 33 so i would do anything to go back i don't know if you realize in the moment do you feel like this is going to be something you're going to miss like do you fully understand the moments the experiences, the relationships that you have been able to build to this point? Like, I'll be honest, it hasn't truly kicked in yet because I know how a lot of teenagers are like, we're going to get, I can't wait to get out of high school and go to college. But high school baseball to me was probably one of the funnest times I have ever had in my life. And just, especially me going to a small Christian school, just being so close to everybody in the school, I'm, I truly am going to miss it, and it has high school has changed my life, especially since I went to High Point Christian, and that baseball team, the coaches, everybody, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be who I am today, which is just a huge honor. How do you characterize the private school experience? For me personally, I went to a Catholic high school, so I, I have a little bit of an understanding, but how would you detail what it is that you were able to gain or get out of your entire four years at High Point Christian Academy? Um, I would probably say the main thing that goes on in every single classroom is it's always God first, no matter what. And they put every single class, math, science, English, it's always God first. Everything, every Thing that we discuss always has a Bible verse, always has some biblical meanings behind it. And for that to be a school's motto, I think that that is a huge, huge thing for any teenager going through high school, because I know it can be rough for every single high schooler. There's temptation always out there 
And for us to just know and understand and have our teachers care enough for us, it's, it's awesome. That's amazing perspective. I know the Bible verse that was associated with your glamour shot, if you will, that was posted out on social media by High Point Christian. I'm sure it was blasted too when you had graduated is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? What significance does that verse have for you? So that verse, it to me, just pretty much says there's no need to be afraid of the worldly things in this world because no matter what happens, if you keep your faith in Jesus, you're going to be above all of the nasty and bad worldly things in this world. So that's just how I pretty much live my life. I think a lot of people can be taking cues from you, Noah. That's that's for sure. Let's settle on how you got to ODU, how you chose to be a monarch. July of last year, what was it about becoming a member of the Old Dominion community that stood out head and shoulders above the rest? Because I know you had more than a dozen offers. I think for me, my main decision was I just wanted to go to a school where the coaches cared for me and they actually wanted me. And I didn't want, I didn't necessarily want them as much as they wanted me. So when I was younger, I'd always dreamed about going to certain colleges and playing ball because that's what, that's what I wanted to do. But I think it was what really turned it on for me was the fact that ODU calls me and they say, we want you and we think you can be a huge help to the program and Talking to Coach Robbins, Coach Finwood, Coach Marin, all the coaches up there, they truly do care for their players. And I think that was probably the most, I think that was probably the reason that I picked them. This show is presented by The Ginther Group, a real estate team based right here in the Triad and the only ones we trust here on the Triad Podcast Network. I've been podcasting with Blake Ginther and his team for a few years now, always blown away by how well the experts at The Ginther Group can make sense of a rapidly changing and oftentimes chaotic real estate market. I know I feel smarter after each episode we record right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Then when it came to sell a home, I chose the Ginther Group. They steered me in the right direction at all times in terms of how much time and money to invest in order to maximize the things I wanted out of the transaction. And we ended up selling for nearly 10% above asking. Look, I can't guarantee you the same results, but why wouldn't you at least meet with them and see what's possible? Call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com to see if The Ginther Group can help you own your future. Now back to the show. Head coach Chris Finwood has certainly built ODU into a power too, made it more attractive of an option. Not only is it you know, just four hours away, maybe just far enough, just close enough for you needing to get home right there in the mouth of the Chesapeake Bay. You know, the rich history as a military outpost, really a unique city, third largest in Virginia. But ODU is a baseball school. They won the Conference USA regular season championship a year ago, Was were able to gain the number 11 uh, overall seed in the NCAA tournament. This year, they got spurned. They got left out. But you look at Matt Kootenay and Andy Gariola. I mean, those two guys this year combined for 52 home runs. Kootenay, 27. That's third nationally, 41-17, and 19-11. and 11. What kind of relationship, if any, have you been able to build with some of those current players? Maybe a Kootenay, maybe a Gariola, or some of the underclassmen on that ODU team. And, and how excited are you about the trajectory of Old Dominion baseball as they 
move even from Conference USA into the Sun Belt? They step up in competition. Um, it's it's been an exciting process to because when I went up there, I talked to a few players, and they pretty much told me everything. And they're truly a family on that baseball team. They do everything together. They're they're one, and I think that is what is awesome because it reminds me so much of my high school because our baseball team is so close. We all sit together at lunch. We all do everything outside of school together, and the fact that they go to a huge college and they still participate in almost everything together on and off campus, I think that is absolutely amazing, and the fact that ODU has just been striving in excellence up there in baseball. It is just, I am super excited to go play for them. I'm sure your parents, your family are, are thrilled too. the proximity, right? Just, just inside of four hours for you. Yes, sir. It's about three hours and 50 minutes. So ish, it's pretty easy. It's like two roads. Absolutely. Less stress or pressure playing this past season, your senior year, knowing that you had committed in July of last year. Cause I would have to think, you know, some of that pressure, that stress was was maybe mounting on you as you were concluding your junior season and trying to figure out where you wanted to go so you can, you know, at least put this one on the back burner and, and focus in on your senior year and your senior academic year in High Point Christian. Yes, sir. I think it did take a little bit of stress off of me, but it also it also made me gain stress in certain areas because all the pressure, all the pressure was pretty much on me. And I, I like having pressure on me. I like people being able to look up at me and expect me to excel. And I think it was pretty awesome. The fact that when I got there this year, my senior year, I am, uh, I knew where I was going to college. Everything was easier. I didn't have any stress on where I was going, what was going to happen. And all I could do is just play ball. And I think that was a huge, a very, very big deal for me this year to be able to just focus mainly on the game, 100% on the game, and not have to worry about recruiting at all. You earned a Distinguished Christian High School Student Award through High Point Christian Academy in Leadership and Athletics. I know your grades have to be above satisfactory as a student athlete. I mean, for you, academics, what is the value that you put on that? And your plans moving forward, business major, is that your intent as you go to ODU? Yes, sir. I would love to major in business, and I'm thinking about minoring in communications. It's not 100% yet, but I'm pretty sure I will. So my fr- my freshman and sophomore year i didn't really understand all about the academics and baseball scholarships and everything like that so when my when i sat down and i finally got my first talk with a college they told me how important academics was and so i was like okay i got to step it up this is in- this is important and turns out you can get a lot of money for academics <laughs> And so it was very, very beneficial for me to be able to keep good grades and to maintain very, very well. Let's circle back to baseball and playing the position of catcher. That's what you've been recruited as. That's a position you've you've played all of your life, or is this something that maybe you picked up more recently? So when I was younger, I never caught at all when I was about 
five years old, starting in T-ball, coach pitch area. I was actually, I was on this travel team, and our, and our catcher got hurt. And our coach looked at us and was like, does anybody know how to catch? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try. And ever since then, I have been catching since I was nine years old. 6295 pounds. You've you've filled out that role nicely. Were you a bigger kid at all ever cuz for me catcher was my position, but it was because I was fat and I was bigger and that was about the only spot you can put me. Now I was pretty damn good up until everybody else caught up to me in high school and then I realized I had to work a lot harder than everyone else. But uh size-wise, your frame, did you grow into the frame you currently have or were you always kind of a little bit more slender, taller amongst your peers? So it's pretty funny because I have this I have this nickname called Pudge. Everybody used to call me that when I was 10 years old. And it was because, of course, I was a catcher like Pudge Rodriguez. And then I was also a little bigger. So they would they were like the nickname would fit because I was a little I was a little fat when I was a little kid and playing catcher and stuff. And that nickname has actually stuck with me to this day. People still call me that most of the time at High Point Christian. Nobody says Noah. They always just call me Pudge everywhere I go. That's amazing. My daughter is six years old, and for six years, I've called her Pudge. Now, (laughs) she's going to kill me at one point in her life if I continue to call her that, but it it, it is this, this love affair that I have with the game of baseball, catching in particular, and I call her Pudge because your same reasoning, Yvonne Rodriguez, watching him growing up, it was him and Mike Piazza for me, Ken Griffey Jr. will always be my favorite athlete, period. But when it came to the catching position, which is what I had played, I always sided towards Piazza and Yvonne. And so Pudge, just being a bigger, a bigger pudgy baby, it stuck. So I still call her Pudge. So that's really cool that that's a nickname that you go by. What's your pop time? What's good these days? 2.0, 2.2? Like, uh, how do you measure your success as a catcher behind the plate? Is it the pop time? Is it the way you keep balls in front of you? Is it the way you manage a pitching staff? What are you most proud of? Um, I would say for me, the most, the fastest pop time I've ever threw was a 1.83. In game, I normally sit about a 2.0, a 1.9, 2.0-ish. And that's pretty solid, but what really helps a catcher out is you can have a two point you can have a two point three pop time, but if your pitcher is fast to the plate and you're accurate with your arm behind the plate, you can throw out almost any runner. And I think one of the keys for me being successful behind the plate is probably just my knowing and knowledge of the game, I would say, and just having pitchers be able to trust me behind the plate. They can throw a ball three foot in front of me and I'll keep it in front 98% of the time. And when they can, when they have trust in me to throw all their pitches, however they want to, I think it's a, it's a huge accomplishment on my part and on their part to be able to have trust in me. So you take a lot of pride uh, in being able to drop down and hail those balls, ensure nothing gets past you, help a pitcher out, try to, you know, cut down on their wild pitches. Managing a pitching staff though, how would you detail those relationships that you have with pitchers? You mentioned the word trust, that they trust in you. What is that relationship like in being able to manage a staff? Do you call those pitches? Does that come in from the dugout? Explain to me a little bit more the relationship between the pitchers and you, the catcher. So for my travel team last year, so this past summer, 
um, I actually was able to call the pitches because coach had all the trust in me to call the game correctly because he knew I knew the game and he knew that I knew all the pitchers. And for high school ball, our head coach would call the pitches. And if I had a disagreement with him or if I thought we should throw something else, he would he would let me make that decision on my own because he trusted me that way. But I would say for me with pitchers, I would say you just have to get to know them personally, each and each and every single one of them. You have to build your own relationship off the field before you can build a relationship on the field. Because in my opinion, it's like it's like going to battle with like some random person or you're going to battle with your best friend. If you make your if you make the pitching staff one of your closest friends, y'all two can go to battle and you can win. The Triad Podcast Network is presented by Icon Custom Builders in Winston-Salem. We've all been there. You're thinking of making some changes around the house. So what do you do? You take to social media, ask for recommendations to make those home improvements, and inevitably, you get 20 responses and each one has a different answer. You're even more confused. Well, we're here to make it easy for you. Just talk to our friends at Icon Custom Builders. Whether it's a large or small renovation, they've been transforming homes in the triad since 2005. And like we've been saying for several months now, chances are you've got more equity in your home than you realize. So now could be the perfect time to consider some upgrades. Maybe you want to modernize your kitchen or optimize your outdoor space for entertaining. You can even restore your older home with a more functional layout and design while preserving the original character and charm. Whatever's on your wish list, Icon can help turn it into reality. Now, if you're like me, the whole idea of home renovation is overwhelming. But not to worry, Icon has a full-service design-build team that guides homeowners through every step of the process. Just visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. What about electronic pitch calling that, that is going on in colleges? Is this How privy are you to this? Is this something you think is a good thing for baseball and maybe speeding up the game? Or are you more maybe a baseball purist and you kind of look down upon it? Do you have an opinion? Um, You know, uh I have never used it. I've seen people use it all the time. I don't know much about it, but as long as everything works and the wires don't get in my way, I don't see a problem with it. I know most catchers sometimes they'll throw, try to throw a runner out and they're and the wires will fall off of them, and so it takes them two minutes to put them back on. So I'm not sure if it is a little bit of a waste of time, but I know it keeps – it keeps some of the other team from guessing pitches easier and everything like that. So, but to be honest, I'm not real sure, but if it has no downfalls then of course I'd be down to use it. You brought up uh, your summer team last year. That was the national team called the Dirtbags. My understanding is you got a lot of exposure uh, through your experience with the Dirtbags a year ago. How was that? And, and how might that have enabled you to get as many looks as you did? collegiately and then ultimately again you settle on ODU but what was that experience like playing for the Dirtbags a year ago? Um, The experience was absolutely awesome. The Dirtbags organization is by far my favorite baseball organization. The coaching staff that I have this year, John, John, Coach John Walker and Coach Chad Anderson, it was them two coaches are truly a um, they're truly a God first coach and they truly care all about the players. And 
going into the summer, the start of the summer, I started hitting the ball really well. I had hardly, I think I had maybe three looks at the time from colleges and I was playing my tail off and he took and coach Walker. He told me, he said, be patient. And so that's what I did. I went to world wood bat in Georgia in the beginning of July. And then we went to the BCS and I hit over 500 the whole entire tournament. And then all of a sudden phone calls started coming in and it was, and for them to just trust me and for them to have my back as a head coach, that's, it, it was truly awesome. Corey Gassell, Todd Smith, Scott Wilkinson, your high school coaches, head coach being Corey, how do you begin to measure the impact they've had on your career at High Point Christian? You know, you can't, you can't even put in the words of how awesome those three coaches are. Coach, Coach Todd Smith, he actually, he was the one that started me out in a serious travel ball team. So when I was 10 years old, he, um, I went and tried out for his team and I ended up making his team and he coached me all the way up till this year. I ha- I was not on a team without him helping me, co- without him coaching. And Coach Wilkinson, I've known him for six years now. And it was, he has been a huge influence. He truly knows the game of baseball. He loves you as a person. He gets to know you personally. And he really tries to benefit you off the field. And same with Coach Gazelle. He, Coach Gazelle, every single practice, he gives us a scripture and he reads it to us and he'll give us a little bit of his testimony every single day at practice. And for me, in my opinion, to know that your coaches love God and that love you, I think that is just absolutely awesome for a player to have. That's really cool. What, what about your family? What, what are they like? What kind of baseball parents and, and siblings? I know you got a brother, uh, Cameron, who plays at Trinity Middle School. He might have some kind of a baseball future as well. But are they, are they uptight? Are they very loud? Are they passive when they come to watch your games? How supportive and what kind of baseball fans do you have in your family? You know, my, my dad, he grew up playing baseball in high school. My mom, she grew up playing softball in high school. And for them to be on the field with me, watching me play every single day, they are the most supportive parents I think I've, I could ever – I could never imagine any other parents being this much supportive. They never miss a game. If they do miss a game, at least one parent comes. They're always there, cheered me on. My mom records my bats every single at bat. She's always there for me. My dad's always giving me tips after or before the game, always boosting my confidence, encouraging me. It's it's truly a blessing to have them as parents. Traditions, superstitions, do you have any? Baseball players seem to be very, very fickle. I, I know I was. What are some things that are non-negotiable when it comes to you on game days? Um, for me, game days, I, I always, I always take my wrist and I always get a Sharpie and I always write on it. And I always write my favorite verse, which is Hebrews thirteen six, And then I always write Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me on the other wrist. And then I always put HHH, capital HHH on one wrist tape as well. And that stands for humble, hungry, and healthy. That's what Coach Gazelle, Coach Wilkinson, that's what they preach. And that right there is, for me, just staying humble, staying 
confident, not getting cocky, not getting carried away with your personal stuff and just playing the game and staying hungry, never, never settle for anything, always get after it. And being healthy is probably the main one, always lifting, always eating right. Don't do anything bad for your body. And the other thing I put on my wrist, which is what I just started doing this past year, is I put FJL for Joe Lockhart. That's really cool. And you're continuing to do that with the high times here this summer? Yeah, every game. Playing at historic Finch Field, uh, home games for the high times. Noah Hill, you can check him out and bunch of other triad area players. Are there a lot of guys that you know on that team? I'm not as familiar with the roster construction for the high times. Where are a lot of these guys coming from? Um, It's mainly High Point, Thomasville area. Okay. So I have, there's actually, let's see, you got me and I think four other guys from High Point Christian on the on this team. And then you have three kids from right down the road at our rival school, Wesleyan. And Joe Speck, he plays from – he goes to Southwest. He just graduated this year. He's on the team. He's committed to UNCW. I played with him. He was on my travel ball team last year. There's a there's a lot of people that I know just from around the area. Not really played baseball with, but a lot of them I have. The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. Jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. You've gotten off to an extremely fast start with the high time, 7 of 9, 13 RBIs. What is it you're most looking to work on or utilize this summer season for before you head on to Norfolk? Um, for me, it's really just consistency. If I can build consistency, consistency with my bat, I think that is what makes great hitters is being to being able to be consistent all and be able to hit the fastball. A lot of people struggle with hitting the fastball and they get behind in the count. And, of course, you're not going to get a fastball every pitch. You can get all speed, and then normally you're going back to the dugout. So, for me, my biggest thing is hit the fastball first because I bat three-hole. I don't see many fastballs, but if I do, I need to stay consistent enough to where I can crush it. What are the expectations for your freshman year? Many I've spoken to about you suspect that you get a legitimate chance to start from day one for head coach Chris Finwood in Norfolk for ODU. What 
What is it that you expect of yourself for your first year at Old Dominion University? I mean, of course, my expectation is to go there and play right away. I know it doesn't happen often, but I'm going to bust my tail off to make sure that I, even if I don't play my freshman year, I'm at least getting better at every single thing on the field. And if that is, and if I'm able to do that, then that's a successful first year, in my opinion. So a lot of baseball between now and then, playing for the high times. Also uh, fishing, golf, right? Those are two hobbies of yours? Yes, sir. I love love fishing. I go fishing every day out at the pond and everything. I'm actually going to go do that this afternoon. And I play golf every Sunday almost with my father and Carlton, your buddy, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. You probably outdrive him by, what, 150 yards? <laughs> it's pretty close because, you know, I'm, it's funny because when I was younger – I used to play golf left-handed and my dad, he would get so mad because my baseball swing would be so bad after. Yeah. So he told me, he said, all right, here's my old clubs because he's right-handed and I just went out in the yard and I just practiced and I've gotten pretty good at it. So I've played golf right-handed, but I hit baseball left-handed. It's, it's, it's pretty weird. I took my daughter out to the range yesterday pudge she's been hacking around with me for a couple of years and she likes to drive in the cart more than anything she'll tee off maybe every couple of holes she likes to repair the divots on the green she's a really good caddy but she's hitting left-handed on the range i got her some left-handed clubs that i saw down and grip for uh two years back and there's a guy next to us on the range and he looks at me and he's like are you sure she's left-handed like do you want her to swing left-handed there's still time and i'm like what what do you mean he's like Go to the store and tell me how many left-handed golf clubs you're going to be able to find or accessories or whatever it is to help improve your game. So he's trying to make a point like I need to get her to to change and to go right-handed because it's going to be a lot easier in life. And I'm sure maybe that was part of the conversation with your father too when you were swinging left-handed. Like, why are you doing this? Why do you got to be different? It's not like baseball where it's going to benefit you in any way, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was was pretty awesome because like about – Two months later, my dad, he didn't even know I was practicing right-handed. And we went out to the range one day, and I was hitting balls really, really well. Of course, I'm not that good, but um, I yeah, was hitting balls. you can hit it a country mile. Oh, yeah. When I get a hold of the driver, I can hit it yes. very far. Gains. What's your favorite baseball movie? Oh, me. My favorite baseball movie is definitely Moneyball. Oh, God. You're, you're just too good, man. I mean, from Pudge... To now Moneyball, I mean, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Absolutely love that movie. It is a it is a great movie. It was either that, that's number one for me, but a close a close second would be for the love of the game with Kevin Costner. Have you seen that one? That is a that is a very good movie. My my mom, she um uh her one of her favorites is of course Field of Dreams, but like she loves Angels in the Outfield. Ooh, that's underrated. Not a lot of people talk about that one. That one's forgotten. Rated. Real cool. Well, I'll, I'll leave you with this. You know, baseball has, has given so much to you, and in turn, you've given a lot back to it. How, how do you begin to maybe say thank you to the game of baseball? I know you're not finished yet. you got a long career, you know, all, all health willing, you know, that the Lord can be able to provide these opportunities for you, and you can continue to make the most of them. But baseball... It seems means means almost everything to you, if not second behind family and faith. Well, like for me, baseball is it's it's just it teaches me so many things off the field. Like 
I go, my motto actually is take life one strike at a time, one pitch at a time. And I think it truly humbles me off the field to just be able to relax, take a breath. And the game has changed me in so many ways. It's taught me how to fail a lot. I have failed in baseball way more than I have succeeded. And the fact that I still love the game is just crazy because you can fail so many times and still build and you can still be built back up by like one game or one plate appearance or something like that. And it's the same way with how my faith works with God. I'm going to fail every, almost every single day, if not every day. And the fact that God is there and he can build you up off of failure, it's, it's truly a blessing. And that's how I picture baseball. And that's my thank you. It's beautiful, man. You're a tremendous young individual with a bright, bright, bright future ahead. Noah Hill going to Old Dominion University, graduate of High Point Christian Academy and a state champion as well. If we had more time, man, I'd be asking you about hair products and and tips for me to be able to grow (laughs) lettuce similar to what you have on your head. But uh, I got the bald dome piece. So uh, maybe in another life, I I can look like you up top. What do you say? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Everybody, everybody talks about my hair. It's it's (laughs) hilarious. It is special. It is a spectacle for sure. Noah, thanks, man. Take care. All right. Yes, sir. I just want that man's flow. Maybe in another life. Noah Hill, a top-notch dude. Incredibly impressive. One of the good guys, if you will. And it's still just only the beginning. Give him a follow at NoahHill08 on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Shass. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. Please leave a five-star review if you did. And if you didn't, well, leave five stars anyway. You know where to find me. I'm Kyle Schasberger, and this has been the story of Noah Hill, a High Point Christian state champion catcher and Old Dominion University commit on Triad Sports One-on-One. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, We would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.